This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Of course, Jets are getting ready to kick off their season on Monday night as they host the Buffalo Bills. We will be live at MetLife Stadium. TMKS doing their show from the uh, Meadowlands racetrack there in the FanDuel place at 3. And they will set the table for myself and my next guest, he and I will have the pregame show once again this season, along with the postgame show, and we begin at 6.15 on Monday evening. He is, of course, the former Jet great and uh, my good pal, number 51, Greg Buttle. Hi, Greg. How are you? Well, Dan, it's, it's always great to be talking with someone that is as versed as you are through the gamut of sports history. That's, that's why I'm here. That's why they pay me what they do. What can I say? By the way, we just had a phone call from somebody talking about the uniforms on Monday, and they're going to be wearing those uh, 80s throwbacks for the game against the Bills, and um, I'm sure that that's near and dear to your heart because those are the uniforms that you wore during your playing career. Yeah, I, I think we started them in, uh, geez, it could have been 78, I think, um, was the first year we wore them. We, won, we wore the originals in 76, I think. And then when Walt Michaels became the head coach, they changed the uniforms a little bit. Uh, I, I like them. I think they're good luck. Yeah, I, and I think they're going to look outstanding, too, when, you know, this current group of Jets is out there and a little bit of an updated flair to it. It should be a heck of a scene. And fans are receptive for the good old days and the glory years. And more importantly, though, the fans want to see a winner. And, you know, this is going to be year number six for you and I being part of the broadcast, and needless to say, there hasn't been much winning over the last five years. You know, they made some strides last season but couldn't quite finish the job. What has you most excited about this 2023 version as we get set to kick it off on Monday? I'll I'll tell you what has me excited here is is when you look at this Jets football team and the makeup of it, I, I personally think over the last 40 years, this team is the most complete Jets team at every position that I can remember in 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 in, in history. I, I mean, and that's going back and saying a lot of things because the Jets did win a Super Bowl back in '68. But I mean, on paper, they have they've got players, they've got everybody that they need, and um, they even have what you would call a backup. But, but it's all about situation substitution in the NFL. They can start for other teams, particularly on defense. So, to me, that's what's exciting about this. They've got depth on this football team. I agree with you. And, and, you know, you and I, we've done, what, four games already so far this year when it comes to the preseason and just getting a gauge on this roster. And you and I have talked about it. I think we've even said it on the air. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is here, and he's a future Hall of Famer, and, you know, the quarterback is going to get all the accolades. But make no mistake about it, the strength of this football team I think is on that defensive line. And we've talked about the embarrassment of riches that they have in that one position in particular. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's a funny thing, Dan is like, um, yeah, you, you, you can have a good defensive line, but if you don't have smart cover guys, you, you, it doesn't matter because you can't get a sack every single down. You've got to have guys that can play, guys that don't make mental mistakes. If you look at from a fan's perspective, you look at teams like, uh, like, like Kansas City uh, last night. I, I mean, other than Tony dropping four balls, they, they did everything right, and they lost the game. Yeah. You, have to ha- you can't drop balls. 
you can't have mental mistakes in the secondary and allow big plays because it doesn't matter what kind of front seven you have. Talking with Greg Buttle here on 98.7 ESPN. He and I are going to have pregame coverage beginning at 6.15 on Monday night for the Jets and the Bills in the season opener. So the quarterback, certainly his arrival has been much ballyhooed and fans are excited. Everybody in that building is excited. And, you know, it's kind of rubbed off on the whole building in particular. This is a guy that, you know, spent a long time in one place, played at a really, really high level. What type of an adjustment period do you think this is going to be for him, despite the fact he knows the offense already, before we start to see the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen for the majority of his career? Well, I, I, I think given the fact that he's been there, you know, since June or July and they've been working together and, you know, they, they really have done a lot of things that the, the team has really never done before in, in terms of working with a quarterback that, knows exactly where the ball's supposed to go, what it's supposed to go, what the game plan, what the what the offensive coordinator wants. I, I, I haven't seen that again with, with the team in years. And this is one that works well together. And I, I think what's happened is that, a, that an Aaron Rodgers has surprised a lot of his teammates because the, 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 the players, as you and I or other fans only know Aaron Rodgers from what the media has portrayed him as such. And everyone's finding out that's not the guy that the media has portrayed. Now, you can say, well, he's changed, or you can say, no, that's the guy. The media got him wrong. We're only going to find out, but you certainly know one thing. Aaron Rodgers has come to this team from a very unique position, and that is, He's been an MVP. He's been to the Super Bowl. This guy can play. He's, he's no, this is no fake phony fraud. This guy can play. And he has players around him that he can make better. And I love that. And I think that just, just the excitement of, of, of watching this team become cohesive in the first four weeks, barring injury, I think that's the big question. How are they going to perform in the first four weeks? Mental errors are not acceptable. Offsides, uh, you know, your, your illegal motions, holdings, all those kind of things, Dan, you'll see. They, it, we watched in preseason. They were reduced. Their penalties were reduced. And I, I think that's, that's a thing that you can look at and say part of that is the quarterback. Now, even though he missed practice today due to an illness, there doesn't seem to be any sort of an indicator that's going to affect his availability for Monday. But Makai Becton, you know, he seized control of that right tackle job and, you know, started to show flashes of the guy that we saw as a rookie back in 2020. When you look at that offensive line, are you comfortable with those five guys going into this season? Well, I, I would tell you this, is that, again, they're, they're, taking, they're, they're taking a media hit only because – what was the offensive line last year? It was non-existent half the time. They got the quarterbacks killed. Right. I mean, you were playing with a makeshift offensive line. Hardly any starters were playing. They were all injured. So the whole thing here is, what is the offensive line? Dan, you and I, you and I really don't know because we haven't seen them play yet. Now, when they play and they have spurts, they look pretty good. I, I don't know. I haven't seen uh, all the offensive line play together. Dwayne Brown has been injured. The guy Beckham's been playing, and he's looked he's looked aces. You know, you 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 take a look at the guards, uh, uh, Tomlinson, AVT. Are these are these guys 
ready to to play 70 games, 70 plays in a game? We'll find out. I will tell you something. It's exciting. I think I think the 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 line is misaligned only because they have have injuries over the past year. On the other side of the ball with the defense, last year they were a top five defense. You know, we could probably say if there was one area that you would like to maybe see improvement on would maybe be creating turnovers, right? That's something that you and I speak about, it seems like, on a weekly basis about what you would want to see from a defense. When you look at this unit as a whole, can they be better than they were a year ago where they finished fourth in the league? You know, you know that's always a good question, and uh, and and experience has taught me that uh, every year is a different year. Things change, people get hurt, new guys come, new guys go. It takes a little adjustment time. You don't know what you are. Your defensive coordinator is uh, looking to find out and say, "Geez, can Adams really do the play? Is 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 Sauce Gardner going to beat what he was last year?" Uh, Whitehead, what is he doing? And and can can my linebackers cover a nickel? We're not going to know that until uh, I'm telling you, they two or three weeks from now. But if they do, and that defensive line plays like they did, they will be a top five defense, and probably they'll be a top five defense in in five categories when you get down with it, barring injury. Talking Jets football with our pal Greg Buttle here on 98.7 ESPN. Buffalo right out of the gates. And that's a good test. It's a division opponent, a team that's won the division the last three years, a team the Jets beat last year at MetLife Stadium, which was probably their best victory of the season, given the fact that guys don't play in preseason anymore, right? So we don't really see how they're going to fare or maybe which way things are going to go. Do you, as a former player, do you like having an important division game like this right out of the gates to start the season? I've always said, uh, under the gun, Pressure makes diamonds, and let's 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 go see. You get you got a lot of good things going. Let's see how good we are, and let's let let's prove to everybody how good we are. And that's not a bad shot to start with Buffalo Bill right out of the box. And again, the Jets played them very competitively last year. Split with them, probably could have beat them twice. But of course, we all know what happened last year. This is a different year. This is a different and a better football team than the Jets were last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they perform Monday night. Are you buying in any way into the talk? I mean, there's, you know, some people seem to feel that, well, maybe the Bills' window is closed, you know, in terms of competing for a Super Bowl. You know, they had a few cracks at this thing over the last few seasons, but maybe their chance, you know, they're going to be those playoff underachievers, if you will. Do you buy that about Buffalo, or do you think that this team still has the goods? I think it's all nonsense. They, they, They still have the goods. They have really good defense. They have good corners. You know, they can rush the passer. They blitz well. The offense is explosive. They've got a great quarterback in Allen. They've got wide receivers. They've tight end. They, they, they can do it all. Buffalo can do this all. Now, I, I don't know what the locker room is like because that would be the overwhelming factor. When you are a really good football team, the locker room makes you a great football team. And I think that maybe they had issues in their locker room last year that you didn't know about. Uh, I, I think that, you know, again, every year is different, but I, I like I like the Buffalo Bills. There's nothing wrong with the Buffalo Bills, and nobody in the history of uh, football really uh, can just sit there and say, well, they're going to be this good. They can win 10 games. They can do this. Nobody really knows because every year is different. Uh, the, the, 
the Detroit Lions, as, as, as well as they played, Kansas City didn't play well. And, yeah. and that was a deciding factor in that game. But, but Detroit walked away with the victory. Now, that doesn't mean Kansas City's not going to go to the Super Bowl. But, again, that's, everyone's on the hype train. And, and you just have to look past that. And as a former player, you do. You, you don't pay attention to what the media says. I don't care how good or how bad you are. You try to pay attention to what is in front of you. And that is right now we're practicing for uh, the Buffalo Bills and we got to get ready. So that's what's the, what's what they're concentrating on. All right, last thing, and and for those that listen to our pregame show, we know that we that they know that we have a lot of fun. At the very end of each show, we give you a player to watch for for that particular game. You know, we have a little competition. We keep score. It's all good natured, but we have some fun with it. So I'm going to put you on the spot, not for week one, but give me a guy, give me a Jet player to watch for this year, and for the fans to watch for this year that maybe isn't necessarily one of like the four or five first names that are, you know, most people are bringing up with the Jets that you think is going to be a big X factor for them this season. Mekhi Becton. I think Mekhi Becton, if if he just stays healthy, that's that's a guy that people are going to go, whoa, that guy's pretty good. Because they don't don't trust him. No one believes in him. None of that. So that's why I say Mekhi Becton. And if it happens, the offensive line, I certainly think, is going to play at a whole different level. And in turn, so will the entire offense. And then you're going to really see some oh. points and good things coming. I think, I think it's, I think it's all, all good for the Jets. I, and you, you can call it pressure, whatever you want to do. Listen, they're going out there and they're excited about how hard they play, how hard they practice, how, how, how much they study. And and the ad and the the with, with the addition of uh, Aaron Rodgers, I will tell you something. Now now they understand what professional football is like and what it takes to, to practice. Remember, the Jets are a real young football team. Well, it all gets going on Monday. Can't wait for it. I'm excited. You're excited. The fans are excited. Uh, bring the pot of coffee. We got ourselves a late night on our hands with these uh, primetime games. So uh, I will see you in a couple of days, my friend, and uh, thanks for hopping on as always. Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts will be pouring, buddy. That's it. I'll see you, know you Sunday or Monday night. I'll see you Monday. There is our pal Greg Buttle. He and I, of course, jet pregame beginning at 6.15 on Monday all season long yet again. Year number six. For Greg and myself. How about that? Time flies when you're having fun. All right, 800-919-3776. We'll get the football calls up here. We got to do our week one picks. We got to give you season predictions. A lot to squeeze in between now and 9 o'clock. It's the Grasso Show, Football Friday, 9870 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Again. Yankees for a second. Uh, they're tied right now with Milwaukee 2-2 in the fourth inning. The Martian, Jason Dominguez, another home run. That's right, a two-run jack in this one. So that is his fourth of the season. First Yankee ever, according to our pal Sarah Langs, to hit four home runs in his first seven games. So he just continues his hot streak. As a matter of fact, I'm hearing some rumblings. They might actually have to delay the old-timers Q&A tomorrow in the Bronx because they're going to have the ceremony for the uh, plaque in Monument Park for Jason Dominguez, as a, manu- as a matter of fact, just because of how he's hitting the cover off the ball in his first week as a big leaguer. I'm kidding. Uh, Willie Adamas is countered with a two-run shot for Milwaukee off of Severino, so that is where we are 2-2 as they go bottom four. Now, real quick, last night, another stinker from Carlos Rodon. Okay, seven runs, didn't make it out of the fourth inning. Started 10 games this year for the Yankees. He's got an ERA approaching seven. It's been an absolute disaster. The velo was down last night in that game, all right? I know they're not going to do this. They'd be smart if they did. But if I had any say in the matter, I'd shut Rodon down down for the remainder of the season. Cut your losses if I'm the Yankees, all right? There is nothing that can be salvaged positively as far as Carlos Rodon is concerned for for, for year one of this contract. Nothing whatsoever. It's been a catastrophe. 
And given his injury history, before he even put on a Yankee uniform, and given the fact that he's hardly pitched this year, can you imagine, God forbid, if he suffers another injury that's of the more debilitating nature that might creep into his 2024? Why would you even run that risk? The season is over. His season has been a mess. Just shut him down. Carlos, thanks for the memories this year. Enjoy the paychecks. We'll see you again in spring training in February. That's how I would handle Rodon's situation. Now, they're not going to do that, though, but you hope it doesn't bite them down the road. All right, before we get back to the phone calls, season is upon us. It is the opening weekend of the NFL, so what do we got to do? We got to do our season predictions. Maestro, how about a little NFL music while we run through some predictions? Oh, yeah! That's what I'm talking about. I'm fired up. Here we go. Let's start in the NFC. I told you, I'm not in love with the NFC. I struggled to even find seven teams that were even worthy of making the playoffs this year. But nevertheless, this is how I see it all shaping up. Division winners, Philly in the NFC East, Detroit in the NFC North, the Saints in the South, even though I don't love that division either, and the Niners in the NFC West. The wild card teams, not a lot of variety from last year. Dallas going to the playoffs as a wild card. Seattle going back to the playoffs with Geno Smith and Pete Carroll. And the New York football Giants, that's right. They will make the playoffs yet again in the NFC for a second consecutive season, 9-8 and eight for Brian Dayball's team. Going to the AFC, division winners, Baltimore in the AFC North. Love the Ravens. The Jaguars, or as some people say, the Jaguars in the AFC South. Kansas City in the AFC West. Wait, I'm leaving out a division, aren't I? Oh, that's right, the AFC East. The AFC East will be won by none other than, and I can't believe I'm saying this, J-E-T-S. That's right, I'm all in. I'm buying the hype. Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Darren, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, you name it, everybody on that defense. Jets win double digits. They're the AFC East champs, third time in the history of the franchise. You better be right. Wild cards, Buffalo, Cincinnati. And here's a little curveball for you. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? A wild card this year. Had a winning season last year under Mike Tomlin. They'll do it again, and this time sneak into the playoffs. All right, so those are the playoff teams. Who's going to be in Vegas come February for that Super Bowl? The NFC champ is going to be a team that almost made it there last year, but they lost all their quarterbacks in the championship game. That's right, I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to the game. Their opponent in Las Vegas. It'll be an opponent that they actually saw in the playoffs about 10 years ago when the game was in New Orleans. And the lights went out in the second half. Remember that? That's the Baltimore Ravens. It's not the Harbaugh ball anymore because Jim is in Michigan trying to prove that he did nothing wrong to warrant a four-game suspension. That's another story for another day, kids. Super Bowl 57. I think it's 57. The 49ers will defeat the Baltimore Ravens and avenge that Super Bowl from 11 years ago. 
and capture the Lombardi Trophy. Take it to the bank. At least we hope so. There's the Grasa season predictions for you. We're going to tweet them out also so you can hold me accountable. If I'm right, I'm wrong. We'll see. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. So we'll give you our week one picks coming up in just a little bit. But let's get some more phone calls up here. Let us say hi to our good buddy, limo driver Ed. Where else is he but in the limo, of course. Eddie, how the hell are you, bud? My man, Mr. Grother. <laughs> how you doing, brother? Eddie, how's things? It's football. What's going on? Well, you know, you scared me. I was driving. I just left JFK. I was on the Bell Parkway, and you started talking about Beckton Mackay. I said, oh, my God, what has happened? I had to pull off here at exit 5 and give you a call. This is crazy. What's wrong with him? I don't, an illness. He missed practice. I don't know the severity of it. Remember, they have, oh. because they're playing on Monday night, Jets have to practice tomorrow. So hopefully you get the injury report tomorrow and he's out there and a is, everything is A-OK. But, um, yeah, you keep your fingers crossed. You hope it doesn't bleed into Monday, right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is hopefully, you know, let him get some rest, do what we have to do to get him nice and fresh for Rodgers. You know, because like I said, is I, even with Kelsey's injury, you know, like why are they really practicing and only had like a day or two days before the game? I'm I'm not understanding why they in full pads practicing like that anyway. I, I, and then he hyperspins his knee. <laughs> well, they got. I mean, that's the the usual routine. You get you practice for three days. You know, on game week, it's three days. But of I practice. just figure you. Well, you yeah, but I figured the Thursday was there. Do some walk arounds with your shoulder pads on. What more are you gonna get in two days of practice? Come you got to do your game plan. Turn that- this is this is where you're doing your installs for the game. What plays you're gonna run? Well, Whatever that- you, you practice, the plays you're gonna run in the game. You work on all that stuff in practice. Yeah, but you know, I I just figure you know, hey, I, I'll, I'll do walkthroughs. Walkthroughs is not gonna kill you. But listen, listen. You know, uh, this is gonna be my year. You know, I, oh, matter of fact, I meant to ask you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got see. I took season. I only got one ticket this year. It's just going to be me going. But I got season tickets to the Jets. Are you going to be available? Where are you going to be? I'd love to meet you and everything. Now, I've been talking to you for years, but we I have. never got a chance to shake your hand, you know? We um we broadcast from the coaches club down in the right behind okay, the cool. Jets bench inside there is where we do our broadcast from. Oh, okay, okay. Now, will you guys uh, – well, maybe – I'm, I don't know. I'll probably be in the stadium. I might be able to see you then. So I'll look for you. I'll come on down. Eddie, absolutely. You remind okay. me, and then all throughout the season, you hit me up, too, if we haven't uh, if we haven't hooked up yet. Yeah, buddy, yeah. But, you know, listen, I just hope, you know, I listen, I've been a fan since 1969. You know, people, it's been 55 years. You know, I, I know everybody's been going crazy, and, you know, our, our defensive players say, hey, you know, but I, like you did say is, yeah, what do you want people to say? What do you think they're going to say, that we're going to go out there and lose every game or we're going to be a terrible defense? Or you know, you, you, when, you, when you speak the, you know, the truth and, and you want to be honest and open, it's the wrong thing for a wrong reason. I, I, don't, I, I just don't understand, you know. And that I don't understand, but, you know, I think Eddie, we're going to have a good year. Absolutely. Keep the faith, my friend, and hopefully we'll see you out there Monday, all right? All right. I'll see you then. I'll see you Monday. I'll be out there, buddy. All right, Ed, you'll be good. There's our pal limo driver, Eddie's. Eddie's a good fan. Been a Jet fan a while. He's called the shows for a while. He's a good dude. And, hey, just like all the other Jet fans, all they want is a winner this year. All they want is a winner. They're excited, and they want this thing to actually come true. You can't fault them for that. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Your football calls and our week one picks. 
to round out this program. Remember, we rolled till 9 o'clock. It's Grasso with you on a football Friday, 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Remember, you can tweet at me at Dan Gross at G-R-A-C-A. So the picks are up. The official season predictions. I just tweeted them out. So you can hold me accountable to them. We'll see how they look come January. I'm sure some will be right. Some will be wrong. We'll see. Uh, we'll do our NFL Week 1 picks coming up in just a few minutes, right after we say hi to Aaron in the car. He's up next here on 98.7. Hello, Aaron. How are you? Dan Grasso, company. Happy Friday. How are we doing, guys? Aaron, what is the word, my friend? Oh, it's a very happy football Friday. I am so excited as a Jets fan to get the season undergoing. And I will say that, you know, more, more often than not, people say that, hey, you know, the first few weeks of the season, you treat it as the, as the preseason, and then the real season re- doesn't really start until midway through the regular season. But the Jets can't afford to do that. You got the Bills, you got the Cowboys, you got the Pats, you got the, you got the Chiefs, Broncos, and then uh, the Eagles before the bye week. You got to go at least three and three in that stretch. And specifically, I'm looking at the Monday night game. You got to get that one. I mean, you got to split against the Bills, and what better opportunity to split against the Bills when you're hosting them at home? Well, I, I, I agree with you, Aaron, and I thank you for the phone call. I think three and three is realistic, and I think three and three is, you know, salvageable. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't think you bury yourself by not by a long shot if you're three and three and you still put yourself. You know, the term that I like to use is you want to tread water after those first six games. I say the same thing about the Giants. Remember the Giants, five of their first six games are against teams that made the playoffs last year. Go three and three. You might have bigger goals. I'm sure that the guys in that locker room, they're going to tell you we want to go six and oh. Well, that's great. But I'm looking at it realistically and saying just go three and three and you still have yourself a season with 11 to play with. I remember the Jets, two of their first three games are against division opponents because you got New England coming into your building in week three and you only haven't beat them since 2015. Long, 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 long time. Let's say hi to Larry in Poughkeepsie, who's up next here on 98.7. Larry, how are you? What's going on, Big Classic? Larry! <laughs> I am so pumped. I don't understand how we have some Jets fans that be calling the show talking about the uniforms that they that they're wearing that they're gonna lose because of the uniform. <laughs> like like if like if like if Buffalo's gonna say, "Oh my God, look at the uniform! We won! We yeah. won!" It, it's it's crazy. And, and another thing is that uh, you know, make no mistake, the identity of the Jets is the defense. It's definitely the defense. We we were we were looking to get. Derek Carr, or maybe Garoppolo, at best. Right, Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, we got the Messiah. Yeah, can you believe that? You know, it is odd, isn't it? 
oh my God, I don't even know how to act, what to do, what to say. I'm so pumped. Larry, you should be you pumped. Know? Larry, you should be pumped, and I'm going to tell you something, and I thank you for the phone call. When you turn on that TV or if you're going to the game Monday and you see it, you're going to get pumped even more, right? It is funny. Let's go back to, what was it, February, March, when we had these conversations about which direction the Jets were going to go at quarterback. What were they going to do? You know, were they going to run it back with Zach Wilson? Were they going to re-sign Mike White? Or they were going to look outside the organization. Would they make a trade for Ryan Tannehill? Because Todd Downing, who was the former offensive coordinator in Tennessee, he was now hired to be part of this coaching staff. You know? Or would they have tried to sign Jimmy Garoppolo, who was available? Right? Knows Robert Sala from their days together in San Francisco. Would they try to sign Derek Carr? Remember, they wined and dined Derek Carr, brought him in. This was before the Aaron Rodgers thing even became a possibility. Derek Carr showed up to the facility at Florham Park, spent the weekend, slept over. They had a sleepover. They made s'mores, the whole things. You thought that maybe Carr was going to be the guy, but Carr decided to then go to New Orleans, and he said, yeah, I don't want to wait around for the Jets to make up their mind. Because in the back of their mind, the Jets were thinking, well, you know, we should do our due diligence and explore this Rodgers thing. It might happen. might not. Lo and behold, it took a little while, than, a lot while longer than maybe they wanted to. And now he's here. And now you got a shot. Every time you step out on the field, you have a shot. Got a chance to win a game. And by the way, I've been teasing it for the last couple of days, like how jam-packed the pregame show is going to be on Monday for this game. Maybe I'll let the cat out of the bag now, and I'll tell you who's going to be on this pregame show, okay? We will have, joining us on set, the quarterback for the New York Jets when they won their first division title back in 1998, and they made it to the AFC Championship game. Long Island's own Vinny Testaverde going to join us on the set. How about that? That's number one. I had a chance to sit down and go one-on-one with a couple of guys on this current football team. How about all-pro defensive lineman Quinnen Williams, number 95? You'll hear from him on the pregame show. How about the reigning offensive rookie of the year, number 17, Garrett Wilson? You're going to hear him on the pregame show. You will also get a visit from Anthony Becht, Ethan Greenberg, our good buddy, as well on the pregame show. Buttle's going to be there also. And how about this? This was the biggest surprise. Unless plans have changed, and I don't think that they have. They haven't told me otherwise. Joining us on set in the pregame show, none other than the emperor himself of the National Football League, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, is going to be sitting between Buttle and myself for a chit-chat on the pregame show on Monday. How cool is that? Woo! Think about that. Every, everybody and their mother is coming out of the woodwork now to see the Jets. They're a must-see attraction. And I don't know how many of you know this. Commissioner Goodell, he cut his teeth in professional football way back when as an intern with the New York Jets. When Buttle and Marty were on the team as players, Goodell was an intern. How about that? 
That should be fun. So I'm looking forward to this. Fans are looking forward to this. It should be a heck of a lot of fun. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick timeout, come back. We'll do our week one picks, squeeze in a few phone calls, and then send you off into your nice football weekend here to get pumped up. It's Grasso with you on a football Friday, 98.7 ESPN.